0: Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo, a place where you're going to find inspiration, wisdom, and healing, a podcast for men. Hello, welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo. It's great to have you here tonight. Thank you for tuning in, and I welcome all the new listeners. It's awesome to have you here tonight. I hope that you're well, healthy, and safe, of course. There's a lot of sad events taking place in the world currently, continuously, and I just wanted to acknowledge that. I really don't want to go into it and talk about it here. I want to make this space an escape from the outside world. We're constantly being bombarded by fear based information from every direction TV, internet, radio, whatever. So we want to just come here, relax, and just tune in. <laughs> That's my goal. This is my ultimate goal for you to tune in to your inner world so that we can have a more peaceful outer world. Okay, so tonight we're going to just jump right into the topic. I'm not going to even do the check-in because we're going to be doing an exercise. I'm going to be sharing an exercise that we can do at the end That will help you tap right into your intuition. So hopefully you stick around until the end. I want to share with you a quote from Albert Einstein. He says, The intuitive mind is a sacred gift. And the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant. And has forgotten the gift. How... True is Albert. This is so, so correct. We live in a world where people are more ego-based. They're not tuning in to this gift that we have. And so tonight we're going to talk about what exactly is intuition. How can you tell the difference between whether it's a thought or intuition because I know a lot of people struggle with this. We're going to also talk about the characteristics of a highly intuitive person. What can block our intuition and how to harness and further develop our sixth sense. What is intuition? I love this topic, by the way. This is, this is really the spiritual realm here that we're talking about. I'm, I really love this stuff. So I'm excited. Intuition. This is the sixth sense, that inner voice, right? It's that deep knowing that inner wisdom that's accessible to all of us. Not just certain people. We all have this ability. And Intuition will enable us to see the beauty and the passion and the exquisite light that has always been there. It's it's not even a language. Intuition is not a language. It's more of an energy. This is the ultimate intelligence that one can hold. Intuition is the superpower that we should all be tapping into. It's the ability to To acquire knowledge without conscious reasoning. Okay. The Latin word, intuir, hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly, because I know sometimes I make mistakes here, but that's okay. (laughs) Anyway, that means to see. It's the root of the English term, intuition. It's the ability to perceive solutions to problems and decisions without proof. It's calm and it's clear. It's just a calm, clear sense of knowing. According to scientists, the right hemisphere in general is the region that opens up the pathway for intuition. It not only governs creative thinking or art or music, senses, and emotion, but it also governs the creation of intuitive concepts, right? Scientists think that intuition works through the right side of our brain. Okay. It's that hippocampus. You've heard me talk about that before and also through our stomach, which also has neurons. There's something called the corpus callosum. This is the connective white matter that links the left and the right hemispheres of the brain. And this is thicker in women than it is in men. This more significant brain superhighway is what allows women to reach either hemisphere more easily and quickly. And this could be one of the reasons why women are more intuitive it's allowing us to better integrate our emotions and gut feelings with the more analytical left hemisphere in our decision-making. Because males have a smaller corpus callosum, their thinking is more maybe mm, compartmentalized. Okay, so they're less likely to go from intuition to reasoning. So scientists believe that there's this process in which the subconscious mind sifts through some prior experiences or information, which produces gut feelings or maybe triggers our intuition. Others, like myself, on the other hand, believe it to be a more spiritual phenomenon. Back in the ancient times and cultures, Intuition was recognized as talking to God or the summons from the Holy Spirit. Okay? Intuition was the doorway to creativity for both outer exploration and inner transformation. So this is something that goes back a long, long time. And over the years, the outside world has kind of suppressed this inner voice that we have, all of us. I know in my own experience, and I know we all have our own experiences and ideas and thoughts on this, and there's science and everything like that, but for me, I think it is something much bigger than us, like God, our higher self, spirit, or whatever you resonate with, but it's a very, very, very valuable internal resource that serves as a gift Warning us when something's wrong. It's guiding our soul. The problem is, and this is a big problem in the world. The problem is the majority of people are so disconnected from their own spiritual essence. And when we're disconnected from ourselves, we're disconnected from our spiritual sense. So some people are born into the world with this high sense of intuition. They just come into the world with this deep knowing. They know things, they feel things, they sense things, while others are still developing it throughout their life. Some don't even get the opportunity to do that. They walk through life so separated from their true self. Okay, now that door will open for you if you are prepared to settle down and settle in. And once you do that, I promise you you'll no longer feel so lost once you harness this ability. This is why it's so critical to tune out the noise of the outside world so we can tune in To our own inner universe, our own inner world. Okay. So how can we really tell the difference of a thought and intuition? We are spiritual in nature, right? We have this intellectual electromagnetic field, which is an extension of your being. It has many different layers as well. So this field is about, it It extends about two feet outside of your body. It's like those vibes you get when you surround yourself around certain people, or even it's just one-on-one, and you can tell you you have a bad vibe about someone. Well, that's your intuition speaking to you through feeling. That's those vibes. We are much more than our body and our minds, much, much more. The body and the mind are part of our consciousness, right? And our consciousness is not part of the body and mind. They are part of our consciousness. So consciousness is much bigger than this physical form. And there's information that it receives somehow, some way, from another form, one form or another. And as I study a little bit about near-death experiences, I always see that the the spirit, consciousness, what you want to call it, lifts out of the body. And they can see their physical body down below, whether they're having an operation or there's nurses and doctors talking, or maybe they overdosed or whatever. There's many different stories out there, but it's always them looking down on their physical body. And it's like that spirit's being pulled out from them. It leaves. Okay. And they stay there until they're pulled into another experience. And then they're usually, you know, pushed back into their body somehow. But it's that spirit. It's the soul. It's the higher self that is our intuition. When we choose to not pay attention to the intuition, we can face a variety of consequences. Maybe you may be allowing your environment, maybe people around you, that are are helping you to suppress this truth in you. These whispers that come to you. Maybe you're in denial. You might be turning your back against it because you're not really ready to hear the truth. Maybe you're not in the correct emotional state to want to hear the truth. So you dismiss it. But when we ignore it or turn our backs, this is how the intuition works. When we know something is trying to come through, it will communicate with us through other ways, like the body, through stomach aches, headaches, um, anxiety, sickness, illness, disease. And it will start to try and speak to you in that form. So to return to the question, sorry, I get a little sidetracked. How will you be able to distinguish between a thought and intuition? Intuition is quiet. It's calm. It's peaceful. It comes just like a little wave with a rising tide on a calm, beautiful, night on the beach it's that knowing sensation that pervades the whole body okay there's no battle there's no opposition it's just a peaceful feeling voice um, message of some sort that comes through so we must take precaution because when that sometimes happens we get this message that comes through or this guidance and then all of a sudden it can take but a quick second before this egoic mind barges in which will create maybe doubt or questioning or fear so the ego interferes with our spirit and the more we're friends with the ego, the further we are from spirit Okay, we all know what thoughts are, yes? thoughts are Annoying. <laughs> they can be more harsh, loud, crowded, worrisome, right? And a lot of times they're driven by fear. They can create a war in the minds, but it's when we practice that mindfulness, like I always preach, it slows those thoughts down. And it allows us to silence that storm. So mindfulness is very important in this process. The wonderful thing about intuition is that it can often rescue us from potentially disastrous scenarios. It can save us time, disappointment, money, grief, any kind of maybe heartbreak. If you don't mind, I would like to just quickly share one of my personal experiences when it came to intuition and when I ignored it. So I've had, you know, I was aware of my intuition most of my life. I'm very stubborn and I think I know what's best for me. And this has always got me in trouble. (laughs) So anyway, the last home my ex-husband and I bought, it was a huge Commitment for us financially. And we were really pushing the limits with this one. And the day that we decided we wanted it, I had just left the place and my stomach got super sick for about five minutes. And with that sickness, a message came through that I ignored. And I recall this so vividly in the day. And the message was do not buy this house. And it repeated, do not buy this house. And because I was so tied up in what my ego wanted, in my ego body, I thought that this was just fear. Well, the house had a history of divorce and within three years of us living in this home, we were separated and divorced. The people that bought the house after us Ended in divorce. So it's kind of strange. And I I think that the house is cursed. (laughs) I really believe something is up with the house. It's just very strange. I mean, a lot of things played part in the divorce. It wasn't just the house. But something in me that day was warning me. And I ignored it. So it's very essential to listen to what is being said to you. This is guidance. This is something that should not be avoided. And yes, some things that come through may be misleading or they might be wrong, but at least sit and listen. Our intuition can assist us in a variety of situations, whether it's relationships, our health, career, even financial investments. You have to be tuned in. The greater that the expansion of our consciousness, right? The greater our ability to manifest the life of our dreams. And we can do that with our intuition. Our intuition enables us to see things more clearly. Being able to tune into that intuition provides us with that clarity when it comes to making these important decisions. It can also help us understanding some questions that we have about maybe certain situations or people. So what are some of the common characteristics of a highly intuitive person? Well, they're extremely sensitive. There's a few inherent traits of intuitive people that cause them to maybe be seen as strange or weird or super sensitive and for them, it can be maybe embarrassing or maybe humiliating. So then they create this this wall around them. They keep their genuine feelings hidden. Sensing the emotional states of others. The emotional states of others have a very, very powerful effect on those who are more sensitive to their emotional awareness. And they can quickly discern how someone's feeling, even though they may seem to be okay on the outside. They can see and feel right through that mask or shield that others put up. Okay. And there's actually a very significant disadvantage because intuitives who are very empathetic can actually take on the emotions of others, feeling their pain, feeling their sadness, but even their joy and excitement. This is why it's very important to be protecting, uh, and shielding your your aura. They have expansive imaginations, right? They're very creative people, people who are extremely intuitive, have these open minds. This is, allows them to be, you know, have these incredible ideas, inventions, and just create something in the world. Intuitives are also very introverted. They usually prefer to be alone most of the time rather than with other people. They also have a profound affection for nature, animals and children. They're very connected energetically. This is that type of person where say there's a dog and this dog is vicious To everyone else. (laughs) But. This person comes in. And there's something about that person. That the dog just is connected to. And it's the same. Type of adult. That kids just. Get magnetized to. You know. So. There's just something about them. That is very connected to. I think to all forms. Of life they also have very vivid, lifelike dreams frequently. And this is this is a time with the dreams when your intuition is very very uh, active. Very active. So pay attention. If you're dreaming a lot, if they're almost um, real like if you're dreaming and it's kind of like a uh, half dream, half awake, like that lucid dreaming a little bit, so there are also good signs to look out for. Now, what could possibly be blocking your intuition? So you're walking through this life and you're thinking, oh, I don't even know, you know, why don't I ever hear my intuition or feel it? Let me give you a list of some things that could be a blockage. Addictions, obsessions, maybe holding on to the past, stress, low self-worth, living in fear, maybe anger or depression, desires, attachments, negative self-talk, living too much in the ego, far too concerned about what others think. Letting that logical mind take over. These can all lead to us feeling completely, completely disconnected from self. And all of these things can keep you from being in touch with your feelings. It's almost like you're unconscious to what's trying to come through. And men in general are very good at this. Not because they want to, but because they've been programmed From such a young age, right? To be that tough guy. Because boys don't cry, right? But being in touch with what's going on in the body is essential for growing your intuition. It's like a signal. We have these antennas. And if you have a bunch of crap stuck on your antenna, you're not going to allow that signal to come through. So we have to be free and clear of any debris in our life in order to have a clear channel for our intuition. So now, how do we tap in and harness this intuition? Honestly, there's nothing too difficult about doing this. It's very simple. And... It's similar to what we practice every time you come on to listen to late night talks with the check-ins. It's just a little bit different. So I would love to try it with you now if you would want to do it with me. If you're busy, you can't do it now. Feel free to come back and do it at a later time. And this is also can be done really doing anything. If you're meditating or if you're praying or even journaling, I'm a big fan of journaling because it's just like you're getting the messages and you're writing them right down. We're going to be asking a question. And the thing about intuition is that it always responds quickly. Okay. So if you're new to this, it's not really a good idea to ask a yes or no question because it's very easy for the thinking mind to take over. Okay. So it's also not a really a good idea to be asking your intuition, any questions, if you're maybe upset or overly emotional about a situation, it's always best to, to just do it when you're calm and present. So the type of questions that you kind of want to ask, you ask whatever you want. These are just examples. Say, Should I stay in my current job or look elsewhere? Or am I really with the right partner or am I staying for other reasons? Or should I move to another state for another opportunity? Or should I look for another opportunity here? Okay, so just to give you an idea, that's kind of what we're looking for. You want to be available for the answer to the question you're going to ask, okay? so first we need to pull all of our energy back in okay so notice your environment see hear feel what's around you just take a quick glance around the space that you're in right now feel your feet grounded to the floor and just become present here and now Now I want you to close your eyes. Take a few deep breaths through your nose. Be still. Now ask yourself that question. What was your answer? Do you feel that that answer came from your mind or something bigger? Your intuition? Let's try it again. You can open your eyes. I want you to look around the room again. Just notice where you are. What's taking place? Notice the air. Is it cool? Is it warm? Is it quiet? Is it noisy? I want you To act as if this universe outside of you doesn't exist. So close your eyes and imagine your internal world is the only universe that is present. Settle deep into that. Take some deep breaths and place your hand on your heart and place your other hand on your stomach. Scan the body quickly as you breathe slowly and deeply, staying present here and now. Ask the question again. I want you to ask that same question three more times. And notice if it feels different each time, if it's the mind or the intuition. And you all know it's your intuition by the way you feel. Okay. So you can just come back into the room. You can do this on your own. Practice it as often as you can. I will say one thing that has really strengthened my intuition is meditation and opening the chakras. And during meditation, you have to really be willing to let go. Don't resist anything that you're seeing or hearing or feeling. It's just a matter of just surrendering in that moment. And the more you do this, especially on a daily basis, uh, trust me, if you do, your intuition will be super sharp. The more you hone in, the more accurate your intuition is going to become. There's really nothing to it. It really just takes a matter of awareness and practice. Practice becoming more present with yourself. That's it. And your intuition will become your best friend. <laughs> Don't ignore that friend, though. <laughs> so, I think that this covers tonight's topic, and I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, wasn't super exciting, but I'm not sure if any of them are. <laughs> Anyway, guys, I am always so happy to be here with you. And again, I really appreciate those who who tune in and actually listen to the entire podcast. I hope that uh, this becomes helpful in your life. Please stay safe and well. The world is in need of healing. So hopefully we can all pray for that. I look forward to seeing you next week. Okay? Good night. Take care.